0: W.A.T.V. Radio seeks to inform and engage the Bride of Christ to stand up and take your place in the army and the kingdom. We recognize our battle is not with flesh and blood, but with the principalities and the powers of the air. We are a ministry of prayer, and we highlight what God is doing through other ministries and ministers across the globe. We provide a platform for ministers and a place for the bride to come together and rally around each other, hold up each other's arms and pray for one another. WATB radio celebrates the various missions that God has called each one of us to in this army. So we desire to promote and enhance the bride as a whole. Go Bride! Our soon coming king awaits. This is a WATB disclaimer. The views and opinions expressed in this show do not necessarily reflect the views of We Are The Bride Ministries, We Are The Bride Radio, or We Are The Bride Television. Thank you. Hello Bride! Are you a writer? Or do you have a story to tell and maybe you need a little help with your writing? Well go to Treehouse Publishers today, we can help you achieve your dream dreams come true in our house do you have a book just waiting in your spirit to come out and share with the world well treehouse publishers will help you to achieve your dream write that book today sell your book in london in africa and many other countries let your tree bear much fruit with treehouse today go to www.gotreehouse.org Hey Brian, good morning. Look at this beautiful day today. I want you to hear the birds. Listen. Hey Brian, good morning. Look at this beautiful day today. I want you to hear the birds. Listen. Isn't that beautiful? You can see the squirrel over there jumping in the trees. Let me zoom in. This is in Tennessee. I'm going to miss this. These squirrels, they'll jump from tree to tree. It is pretty awesome to watch. And plus all the birds out here. But anyways. uh, Today we are... Getting into a very interesting subject. Which is Ahab and Jezebel. We are in 1 Kings. Going into 17. And Ahab had just married. It says right here in 16. And Ahab the son of Omri. Did evil in the sight of the Lord. Above all that was before him. And it came to pass as if it had been a light thing for him to walk in the sins of Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, that he took to wife Jezebel, the daughter of Ethbal, king of Zidonians, and went and served Baal and worshipped him. Now remember, it was against the law to marry someone from another uh, tribe, and they sure did. And he reared up an altar for Baal in the house of Baal, which he built in Samaria. And Ahab made a grove, and Ahab did more to provoke the Lord God of Israel to anger than all the kings of Israel that were before him. That is sad. And in his days did Hael the Bethelite build Jericho. He laid the foundation thereof in Abram his firstborn, and set up the gates thereof in his youngest son Segub, according to the word of the Lord which he spake by Joshua the son of Nun. Okay, so now we're in chapter 17. Remember, I read the King James Version. This is the Thompson Chain Reference Bible. And then I do my little man that talks is the You Version app. All right, here we go. 1 Kings 17. And
1: Elijah the Tishbite, who was of the inhabitants of Gilead, said unto Ahab, As the Lord God of Israel liveth, before whom I stand, there shall not be do nor reign these years but according to my word
0: wow okay so uh this guy ahab had really made god mad more than any other king and then elijah which is the prophet told him according to my words you are about to go into a famine sucker So, in other words, his punishment is here, and the prophet has spoken. Let's see what happens. And the word of the Lord came unto him,
1: saying, Get thee hence, and turn thee eastward, and hide thyself by the brook Cherith, that is before Jordan. And it shall be that thou shalt drink of the brook, and I have commanded the ravens to feed thee there.
0: Wow! This is God talking to Elijah, giving him divine direction telling him where to go and to be dependent on him and that he is going to send the ravens to feed him now bride i must pause here again 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 and remind you out of all these people that we have did the bible studies about god does everything different He has had rocks open up and pour out waters. I mean, he has stopped time with the sun and the moon. He has done amazing exploits because he likes to show himself powerful, different every time. So now he's telling him, I am going to feed you, so go over to this place and I will feed you. And then I think about, like myself... Going to D.C. with no money or no car or anything. Getting on a Greyhound bus and going and getting off at the bus station and saying, Okay, God, here I am. You you know, you brought me to this city. What are we going to do now, Lord? Stories like this encourage me. Because God will feed and take care of his people. We just have to go and obey. So let's see what else happens in this story.
1: So he went and did according unto the word of the Lord For he went and dwelt by the brook
0: Cherith That is before
1: Jordan And the ravens brought him bread and flesh in the morning And bread and flesh in the evening
0: And he drank
1: of the brook And it came to pass after a while That the brook dried up Because there had been no rain in the land
0: Because of his word And the
1: word of the Lord came unto him saying Arise, get thee to Zarephath Which belongeth to Zidon And dwell there Behold, I have commanded a widow
0: woman there to sustain thee. Wow. So he arose and went to Zarephath, and we came to the gate
1: of the city. Behold, the widow woman was there gathering of sticks, and he called to her and said, Fetch me, I pray thee, a little water in a vessel that I may drink. Wow. And as she was going to fetch it, he called to her and said, Bring me, I pray thee, a morsel of bread in thine hand. And she said, As the Lord thy God liveth, I have not a cake but an handful of meal in a barrel and a little oil in a cruise and behold I'm gathering two sticks that I may go in and dress it for me and my son that we may eat it and die
0: now listen bride I want to point out something about this because now that we are a part of a move of God uh, to basically eat the word of God we're eating the scrolls in this bam in your face devil bible studies we have asked God, take us back in time. Let us live this. Let it come to life. Let it be buried deep within our heart. Because we know one day they're going to take our Bibles. And we want the Bibles in our heart. We want your word in our heart, Lord. So now that I'm reading this about the widow, was it not Elijah? Elijah is the one that says, there's a famine coming because of me. And then God turns around and says, I have a house for you to go to. He gets over there and this family is dying because of his words. Do you see what's happening? These are the results of a prophet obeying God. And he sees the um, ramifications of his actions. Now, in his flesh, you would think, you know that he would be really sad about it oh my gosh I'm so sorry I've done this to this lady and this child how many other families are out there that's dying because I'm obeying the Lord and speaking into existence what God is telling me to say you see what I mean but let's see what happens here because God brought him here for a reason and listen when you're on a mission I've learned this Every person that God puts in your path is for a reason. There's something you have that that person needs Whether it's a breaking anointing a prayer that you need to pray just a loving touch a hug a word of wisdom a word of knowledge uh, money Whatever there is some reason why God's lining you up with them So here it is. Okay, now, Elijah's in her house. What does Elijah need? Food and housing and a place to rest. What does she need? She needs help. So see, God's going to turn around and help both of them. So let's see what happens here. Because she obeyed and let him in when she had nothing. And now he's asking for all she has. And she's like, like, well, I was going to feed my son first and we're going to die. He's asking for all. So let's
1: see what happens here. And Elijah said unto her, Fear not, go and do as thou hast said, but make me thereof a little cake first, and bring it unto me, and after make for thee and for thy son. So put
0: me first, yes. Yeah, thus saith enough. the Lord
1: God of Israel A barrel of meal shall not waste, wow. neither shall the cruse of oil fail until the day that the Lord sendeth rain upon the earth.
0: Wow. And she
1: went and did according to the saying of Elijah she and he and her house did
0: eat many days. Pause, pause, pause. Okay, so she obeyed the word of the Lord. He obeyed the word of the Lord. And this is all in a famine, people. Obeying the will of the Lord. Obedience is better than sacrifice. So she was totally blessed because she obeyed. Alright, so let's keep going here.
1: And the barrel of meal wasted not neither did the cruise of oil fail according to the word of the lord which he spake by elijah and it came to pass after these things that the son of the woman the mistress of the house fell sick and his sickness was so sore that there was no breath left in him and she said unto elijah what have i to do with thee O thou man of god art thou come unto me to call my sin to remembrance and to slay my son
0: and he said unto her give me thy
1: son and he took him out of her bosom and carried him up into a loft where he bowed and laid him upon his own bed. And he cried unto the Lord and said, O Lord my God, hast thou also brought evil upon the widow with whom I sojourned by slaying her son? And he stretched himself upon the child three times wow. and cried unto the Lord and said, O Lord my God, I pray thee, let this child's soul come into him again. And the Lord heard the voice of Elijah, and the soul of the child came into him again, and he revived.
0: Wow. And
1: Elijah took the child and brought him down out of the chamber into the house, and delivered him unto his mother. And Elijah said, See, thy son liveth.
0: Wow, I just want to pause right Elijah, here.
1: Now, by this I know that thou art a man of Is
0: truth. Wow, that is key right there. root. Yes, so here's the thing. Elijah's on a mission. God's leading him by his voice. Tells him, there's a woman I want you to go see. This woman's in need, and she's probably crying out to the Lord. Lord, I'm out of food. I'm in this famine. What can I do? And then God speaks to her and says, there's a prophet coming. I want you to house him. And then not knowing that when he came, that there was going to be a great blessing on the other side. This is good stuff, isn't it, bride? This gives us hope for our future. In the midst of famine coming or whatever, we never have to worry about that because we have God on our side. All right, chapter First 18. 18. to pass after many.
1: Show thyself unto Ahab, and I will send rain upon the earth.
0: Wow, look at that.
1: Show himself unto Ahab, and there was a sore famine in Samaria. And Ahab called Obadiah, which was the governor of his house. Now Obadiah
0: feared the Lord greatly. Oh, for it was so when Jezebel cut
1: off the prophets of the Lord that Obadiah took an hundred prophets and hid them by fifty in a cave, and fed them with bread and water. Wow said unto Obadiah go into the land unto all fountains of water and unto all brooks peradventure we may find grass to save the horses and mules alive that we lose not all the beasts so they divided the land between them to pass throughout it Ahab went one way by himself and Obadiah went another way by himself and as Obadiah was in the way behold Eliza met him and he knew him fell on his face and said art thou that my lord elijah
0: yes he he recognized the anointing didn't
1: he go tell thy lord behold elijah is here wow what have i said that thou wouldst deliver thy servant into the hand of ahab to slay thee
0: Hmm. as the lord thy god liveth there is no nation or kingdom whether my lord hath not sent to seek thee and when they said he is not there he took an oath of
1: the kingdom and nation that they found thee not and now thou sayest go, tell thy lord, Behold, the life is here, and it shall come to pass, as soon as I am gone from thee, that the spirit of the Lord shall carry thee whither I know not. What? And so when I come and tell Ahab, and he cannot find me, he shall slay me. But I thy servant fear the Lord from my youth.
0: Aww. Was
1: it not told my Lord what I did when Jezebel slew the prophets of the Lord, how I hid an hundred men of the Lord's prophets by fifteen in a cave, and fed them with bread and water? and now thou sayest go tell thy lord behold Elijah is here and he shall slay me and Elijah said as the lord of hosts liveth before whom I stand I will surely show myself unto him today so but I went to meet Ahab and told him and Ahab went to meet Elijah and it came to pass when Ahab saw Elijah that Ahab said unto him art thou he that troubleth Israel Mm. and he answered I have not troubled Israel, but thou and thy father's house,
0: oh, man. that ye
1: have forsaken the commandments of the Lord, and thou hast followed Balaam.
0: That's right.
1: Now therefore send and gather to me all Israel unto Mount Carmel, and the prophets of Baal 450, and the prophets of the groves 400, which eat at Jezebel's table. So any have sent unto all the children of Israel, and gather the prophets together unto Mount Carmel. Here
0: comes the showdown. And Elijah
1: came unto all the people and said, How long halt ye between two opinions? If the Lord be God, follow him. But if Baal, then follow him. And the people answered him not a word. Then said Elijah unto the people, I, even I only, remain a prophet of the Lord. But Baal's prophets are four hundred and fifty men. Let them therefore give us two bullocks. And let them choose one bullock for themselves and cut it in pieces and lay it on wood. And put no fire under.
0: Oh, man. I will
1: dress the other bullock, and lay it on wood, and put no fire under.
0: Oh, man. And
1: call ye on the name of your gods. And I will call on the name of the Lord. And the God that answereth by fire, let him be God. And all the people answered and said, It is well spoken.
0: Okay, let me pause here. Basically, there's a showdown. He's saying, Okay, let's find out who's the real prophet here. Me against 450. And then he tells them, okay, there's 450 there, but he tells them, find you a bullet, cut it into pieces, lay it on wood, and put no fire under, and I will dress the other bullet. He didn't say he'd cut his in pieces, did he? And lay it on wood, and put no fire under. And cut you... Okay, so let's see what God does here.
1: And Elijah said unto the prophets of Baal, choose you one bullet for yourselves, and dress it first but ye are many and call on the name of your gods but put no far under and they took the bullock which was given them and they dressed it and called on the name of Baal from morning even until noon saying oh Baal hear us but there was no voice uh, nor any that answered and they leaped upon the altar which was made what? and it came to pass at noon that Elijah mocked them and said cry aloud for he is a god
0: that is so he funny he is talking
1: or he is pursuing or oh, he is in a journey A venture he sleepeth and must be awaked
0: so and they funny. cried
1: aloud and cut themselves after their manner with knives and lancets till the blood
0: gushed out upon them Gross. and it
1: came to pass when midday was past and they prophesied until the time of the offering of the evening sacrifice and there was neither voice nor any to answer nor any that regarded and Elijah said unto all the people come near unto me And all the people came near unto him, and he repaired the altar of the Lord that was broken down. Elijah took twelve stones according to the number of the tribes of the sons of Jacob, unto whom the word of the Lord came, saying, Israel shall be thy name. And with the stones he built an altar in the name of the Lord, and he made a trench about the altar as great as would contain two measures of seed. And he put the wood in order and cut
0: the bullock in pieces. Oh, he did cut it, okay. And
1: laid him on the wood and said, Fill four barrels with water what?
0: and pour it on the burnt stone. No sacrifice way, get out of wood. here. And he said, Pause, pause, pause. He's saying, Okay, I am putting the sacrifice on there. I've cut it into pieces just like you did, but now I'm even going to put water in it and soak it in water. Oh, my goodness, it's so good. But the second time,
1: and they did it the second time. And he said, do it the third time. And they did it the third time. And the water ran round about the altar, and he filled the trench also with water. Wow, making it impossible. At the time of the offering of the evening sacrifice, that Elijah the prophet came near and said, Lord God of Abraham, Isaac, and of Israel, let it be known this day that thou art God in Israel. Wow. And that I am thy servant, and that I have done all these things at Thy word. Hear me, O Lord, hear me, that this people may know that Thou art the Lord God, and that Thou hast turned their heart back again. Wow. And the Father Lord fell and consumed the burnt sacrifice and the wood wow. and the stones yeah. and the dust Ooh. and up the water that was in the Ooh,
0: trench. Does that fire you and all up, Brad. Saw it.
1: They fell on their faces and they said, The Lord, He is the God.
0: Wow. He is the God. Wow. And
1: Elijah said unto them, Take the prophets of Baal, let not one of them escape.
0: Wow. And they took them. And Elijah brought them down
1: to the brook Kishon and slew them there. Oh. And Elijah said unto Ahab, Get thee up, eat and
0: drink. For there is a sound wow 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 bride is that not profound does that not fire you up and does that not make you just want to run around your house screaming it fires me up that i mean it's so amazing what god did that is so amazing so he said, I hear a sound of an abundance of rain. Yes, he is prophesying. How amazing is that, bride? All right, so let's go. We're on verse 42. This is so good. So
1: he have went up to eat and to drink.
0: And he went
1: up to the top of Carmel. And he cast himself down upon the What?
0: Earth
1: and put his face between his
0: knees. Aww.
1: And said to his servant, Go up now, look toward the sea. And he went up and looked. And said, There is nothing. And he said,
0: Oh, no, he's prophesying paradise. the rain that waters come oh. in. And he
1: said, Behold, there ariseth a little
0: cloud out of the sea like a man's hand. Wow. And he said, Go up, say unto Ahab, prepare thy chariot, and get thee down, that the rain stop thee not.
1: Wow. And it came to pass in the meanwhile, that the heaven was black with clouds and wind, and there was a great rain.
0: Wow. And Ahab rode and went to Jezreel. And the hand of the
1: Lord was on Elijah. And he girded up his loins and ran before Ahab to the entrance of Jezreel.
0: Wow. So he prophesied, I hear an abundance of rain in the midst of famine. And there it came. How powerful is this? All right. We're on chapter 19. Kings
1: 19. And Ahab told Jezebel all that Elijah had
0: done, oh, Lord. and withal how he had slain all the prophets with the sword.
1: Then Jezebel sent a messenger unto Elijah, saying, So let the gods do to me, and more also, if I make not thy life as the life of one of them by tomorrow about this
0: time. Oh, my goodness. And when he saw that, he rose, and went for his life,
1: and came to Beersheba, which belongeth to. went a day's journey into the wilderness and came and sat down under a juniper tree and he requested for himself that he might die and said it is enough now O lord take away my life for I am not better than my father's
0: Aww. and as he lay and slept under a
1: juniper tree behold then an angel touched him and said unto him arise and eat
0: oh an angel behold, ministered to him
1: baked on the coals and a cruise of water at his head and he did eat and drink and laid him down
0: again Oh, Bride, don't that make you want to cry? That is so beautiful that God did that for him because, I mean, I know it's easy for us to say, why did he do that after God did all the miracles? But he was probably tired, Bride. He had probably been wore out in the battle, and he was saying that out of desperation probably, but God had mercy on him, and an angel cooked for him and woke him up and told him, to eat. how amazing Whew, I am just crying over here. This is so amazing. Let's keep going.
1: And the angel of the Lord came again the second time and touched him and said, Arise and eat, because the journey is too great for thee. Right. And he rose and did eat and drink, and went in the strength of that meat forty days what? and forty nights unto Horeb the Mount of God. Wow, he, and he came it. unto a cave and lodged it there. And behold, the word of the Lord came to him, and he said unto him, What doest thou here, Elijah? and he said i have been very jealous for the lord god of hosts for the children of israel have forsaken thy covenant thrown down thine altars and slain thy prophets with the sword and i even i only am left and they seek my life to take it away and he said go forth and stand upon the mount before the lord and behold the lord passed by and a great and strong wind rent the mountains and break in pieces the but the Lord was not in the wind and after the wind an earthquake but the Lord was not in the earthquake and after the earthquake a fire but the Lord was not in the fire and after the fire a still small voice
0: and it was so
1: when Elijah heard it that he wrapped his face in his mantle and went out and stood in the entering in of the cave and behold there came a voice unto him, and said, What doest thou here, Elijah?
0: Oh. And
1: he said, I have been very jealous for the Lord God of hosts, because the children of Israel have forsaken thy covenant, thrown down thine altars, and slain thy prophets with the sword, and I, even I only, am left. And they seek my life to take it away.
0: And the Lord said Alright, let me pause there, Bride. How many of us have felt that way? I know I have. When you're in the wilderness and you're tired and the persecution is going on and and you just feel like you're all alone and abandoned and rejected, I know there's plenty of you out there that feel the same way sometimes. So let's see what God says here.
1: Him, go. Return on thy way to the wilderness of Damascus, and when thou comest, anoint Hazael to be king over Syria. What? Wow. And Jehu, the son of Nimshai, shalt thou anoint to be king over Israel.
0: Wow, Elisha, what an honor. And the son
1: of Shaphat, of abel Meholah, shalt thou anoint to be prophet in thy
0: room. Wow. And it shall come to pass that him that escapeth the sword of Hazael
1: shall Jehu slay, and him that escapeth from the sword of Jehu shall Elisha slay.
0: Wow.
1: And I have left me 7,000 in Israel, all the knees which have not bowed unto Baal, and every mouth which hath not kissed him.
0: Wow. So he
1: departed thence, and found Elisha the son of Shaphat, who was plowing with 12 yoke of oxen before him, and he with the 12th. And Elijah passed by him, and cast his mantle upon him.
0: Wow. Brad, I'm going to pause right here. That one scripture about not bowing under Bell and every mouth has not kissed him i'm gonna have to do something with that real quick that is verse 18 you know basically that's saying um, not to participate with the devil okay 17 okay 18 Not to partner with the devil, basically. Mm -hmm. Listen to these birds. Mm -hmm. All right, let's get back on it.
1: And he left the oxen. ran after Elijah and said let me I pray thee kiss my father and my mother and then I will follow thee and he said unto him go back again For what have I done to thee and he returned back from him and took a yoke of oxen and slew them and boiled their flesh with the instruments of the oxen and gave unto the people and they did eat then he arose and went after Elijah and ministered unto him
0: Okay, now we are talking about Elisha, right? Let's go back and check this out. So he departed thence and found Elisha, the son of Shaphat, who was playing with the twelve yoke of oxen before him. And he with the twelve, and Elijah passed by him and cast his mantle upon him. Wow! Wow! And he left the oxen and ran after Elijah and said, Let me, I pray thee, kiss my father and my mother and then i will follow thee and he said unto him go back again for what have i done to thee and he returned back from him and took a yoke of oxen and slew them and boiled their flesh and with the instruments of the oxen and gave them unto the people and they did eat then he arose and went after elijah and ministered them so basically he went back and uh, said bye to his family and everything. Oh, Alright, well, let's continue. Now we're on chapter 20. We're almost done for the day. So Elisha is now gathered with Elijah. Kings 20. Okay.
1: And Ben Hadad, the king of Syria, gathered all his host together. And there were thirty and two kings with him, and horses and chariots. And he went up and besieged Samaria and warred against it. And he sent messengers to Ahab, king of Israel, into the city, and said unto him, Thus saith Ben-Hadad, Thy silver and thy gold is mine, thy wives also, and thy children, even the goodliest, are mine. And the king of Israel answered and said, My lord, O king, according to thy saying, I am thine, and all that I have. And the messengers came again and said, Thus speaketh Ben-Hadad, saying, Although I have sent unto thee, saying, Thou shalt deliver me thy silver, and thy gold, and thy wives, and thy children. Yet I will send my servants unto thee tomorrow about this time, and they shall search thine house, and the houses of thy servants. And it shall be that whatsoever is pleasant in thine eyes, they shall put it in their hand, and take it away. And the king of Israel called all the elders of the land, and said, Mark, I pray you, and see how this man seeketh mischief. For he sent unto me for my wives, and for my children, and for my silver and for my gold oh, and I denied him not and all the elders and all the people said unto him hearken not unto him nor consent wherefore he said unto the messengers of ben tell my lord the king all that thou didst send for to thy servant at the first I will do but this thing what? I may not do and the messengers departed and brought him word again and Ben-Hadad said unto him and said the gods do so unto me and more also if the dust of Samaria shall suffice for handfuls for all the people that follow me. And the king of Israel answered and said tell him let not him that girdeth on his harness boast himself as he that putteth it, it off and it came to pass when ben heard this message as he was drinking he and the kings in the pavilions and he said unto his servants set yourselves in array and they set themselves in array against the city and behold There came prophet unto Ahab king of Israel, saying, Thus saith the Lord, Hast thou seen all this great multitude? Behold, I will deliver it into thine hand this day, and thou shalt know that I am the Lord. And Ahab said, By whom? And he said, Thus saith the Lord, even by the young men of the princes of the provinces. And he said, Who shall order the battle? And he answered, Thou. And he numbered the young men of the princes of the provinces, and they were 232. And after them, he numbered all the people, even all the children of Israel, being 7,000. And they went out at noon. But Ben-Hadad was drinking himself drunk in the pavilions. Oh, The 30 and 2 kings that helped him. And the young men of the princes of the provinces went out first. And Ben-Hadad sent out, and they told him, saying, There are men come out of Samaria and he said whether they be come out for peace take them alive or whether they be come out for war take them alive so these young men of the princes of the provinces came out of the city and the army which followed them and they slew every one his man and the Syrians fled and Israel pursued them and ben the king of Syria escaped on an horse with the horsemen and the king of Israel went out and smote the horses and chariots and slew the Syrians with
0: a great slaughter. Mm. And the prophet came to the king of Israel
1: and said unto him, Go, strengthen thyself, and mark and see what thou doest. For at the return of the year, the king of Syria will come up against thee. And the servants of the king of Syria said unto him, Their gods are gods of the hills. Therefore they were stronger than we. But let us fight against them in the plain, and surely we shall be stronger than they. And do this thing, take the kings away, every man out of his place, and put captains in their rooms, and number thee an army like the army that thou hast lost, horse for horse, and chariot for chariot, and we will fight against them in the plain, and surely we shall be stronger than they. And he hearkened unto their voice, and did so. Mm. And it came to pass, at the return of the year, that Benadad numbered the Syrians, and went up to effect to fight against Israel. And the children of Israel were numbered, and were all present, and went against them. And the children of Israel pitched before them like two little flocks of kids. But the Syrians filled the country. And there came a man of God, and spake unto the king of Israel, and said, Thus saith the Lord, because the Syrians have said, The Lord is God of the hills, but he is not God of the valleys. Therefore will I deliver all this great multitude into thine hand, and ye shall know. That I am
0: the Lord Wow.
1: and they pitched one over against the other seven days and so it was that in the seventh day the battle was joined and the children of Israel slew the Syrians and hundred thousand
0: firemen that's day. amazing
1: but the rest fled to effect into the city and there a war fell upon twenty and seven thousand of the men <gasps> that were
0: lent.
1: What? and Benadan fled and came into the city into into inner chamber and a servant said unto him behold now we have heard that the kings of the house of Israel are merciful kings. Let us, I pray thee, put sackcloth on our loins and ropes upon our heads, and go out to the king of Israel. Peradventure, he will save thy life. So they girded sackcloth on their loins and put ropes on their heads and came to the king of Israel and said, Thy servant Benadad saith, I pray thee, let me live. And he said, Is he yet alive? He is my brother. Now the men did diligently observe whether anything would come from him, and did hastily catch it, and they said, Thy brother Benadad. Then he said, Go ye, bring him. Then Benadad came forth to him, and he caused him to come up into the chariot. What? And Benadad said unto him, The cities which my father took from thy father, I will restore, and thou shalt make streets for thee in Damascus, as my father made in Samaria. Then said Ahab, I will send thee away with this covenant so he made a covenant with him
0: oh my god evil alliances and a certain
1: man of the sons of the prophet said unto his neighbor in the word of the lord (sighs) smite me I pray thee and the man refused to smite him then said he unto him because thou hast not obeyed the voice of the lord behold as soon as thou art departed from me a lion shall slay
0: thee oh my goodness and as
1: soon as he was departed from him a lion found him And slew him. Then he found another man and said, Smite me, I pray thee. And the man smote him, so that in smiting he wounded him. So the prophet departed, and waited for the king by the way, and disguised himself with ashes upon his face. And as the king passed by, he cried unto the king, and he said, Thy servant went out into the midst of the battle, and behold, a man turned aside and brought a man unto me, and said, Keep this man if by any means he be missing then shall thy life be for his life or else thou shalt pay a talent of silver and as thy servant was busy here and there he was gone and the king of Israel said unto him so shall thy judgment be thyself hast decided it and he hasted and took the ashes away from his face and the king of Israel discerned him that he was of the
0: prophets and he said unto him thus saith the Lord because thou hast let go out of thy hand a man whom I appointed to utter destruction
1: therefore thy life shall go for his life <gasps> and thy people what?
0: for his people Look at that.
1: and the king of Israel went to his house heavy and displeased and came to Samaria
0: oh my goodness okay we're on the last chapter of the day chapter 21 wow We've learned about these evil associations. And
1: it came to pass after these things that Naboth, the Jezreelite, had a vineyard, which was in Jezreel, hard by the palace of Ahab, king of Samaria. And Ahab spake unto Naboth, saying, Give me thy vineyard, that I may have it for a garden of herbs, because it is near unto my house. And I will give thee for it a better vineyard than it. Or, if it seem good to thee, I will give thee the worth of it in money. And Naboth said to Ahab, The Lord forbid it me that I should give the inheritance of my fathers unto thee.
0: Oh, Lord.
1: And Ahab came into his house heavy and displeased because of the word which Naboth the Jezreelite had spoken to him. For he had said, I will not give thee the inheritance of my fathers. And he laid him down upon his bed and turned away his face and would eat no bread. But Jezebel his wife came to him and said unto him, why is thy spirit so sad that thou eatest no bread? And he said unto her, Because I spake unto Naboth the Jezreelite, and said unto him, Give me thy vineyard for money, or else, if it please thee, I will give thee another vineyard for it. And he answered, I will not give thee my vineyard. And Jezebel his wife said unto him, Dost thou now govern the kingdom of Israel? Arise, and eat bread, and let thine heart be merry. I will give thee the vineyard of Naboth, the Jezreelite. So she wrote letters in Ahab's name, and sealed them with a seal, and sent the letters unto the elders and to the nobles that were in his city dwelling with Naboth. And she wrote in the letters, saying, Proclaim a fast, and set Naboth on high among the people, and set two men, sons of Belial, before him to bear witness against him, saying, Thou didst blaspheme God and the king. And carry him out, and stone him, that he may die. And the men of his city, even the elders and the nobles, who were the inhabitants in his city, did as Jezebel had sent unto them. And as it was written in the letters which she had sent unto them, they proclaimed a fast and set Naboth on high among the people. And there came in two men, children of Baal, and sat before him. And the men of Baal witnessed against him, even against Naboth, in the presence of the people, saying. Naboth did the blaspheme God and the king. and they carried him forth out of the city and stoned him with stones. But he died.
0: Okay, let me pause here, bride. This is so huge prophetically to what's happening in our country and what's going to happen in the very near future, okay? Jezebel is the wife of the king. She is a foreigner and not of God. She has brought in... Uh, into Israel a foreign god okay well the king lets her have control which everybody knows Jezebel is a controlling spirit lets her have control she's basically running the kingdom and she is killing God's prophets now if you notice this persecution against Naboth which is a real prophet of God she is using the might of the kingdom of the country against this true prophet And even saying it's in the name of God. Like he is offending the God of heaven. See how it's a Leviathan spirit. It's a twisting. Uh, They're trying to say they're doing right before God. And before country. And when you look at Jesus with the Pharisees and the Sadducees. They thought they was doing right by God and country when they killed jesus this is the same way about this gentleman naboth that died they stoned him to death they're trying to say they did it in the name of god and country so what is coming to us the true christians the fundamentalists which if you read my books you'll see what i'm talking about they're going to end up killing us and saying they're doing it in the name of god and country but it will really be against the true God. It will be the God of Baal just like this. It says, And there came in two men children of Belial, which is the false god, and set before him. And the men of Belial witnessed against him, even against Naboth. In other words, they went by their country's rules. In the presence of the people, saying, He blasphemed God and the king. And so they stoned him, and he died. So I just wanted you to see the correlation of that in today's times. And they
1: sent to Jezebel, saying, Naboth is stoned and is dead. And it came to pass, when Jezebel heard that Naboth was stoned and was dead, But Jezebel said to Ahab, Arise, take possession of the vineyard of Naboth, the Jezreelite, which he refused to give thee for money. For Naboth is not alive, but dead." And it came to pass when Ahab heard that Naboth was dead. And Ahab rose up to go down to the vineyard of Naboth, the Jezreelite, to take possession of it. And the word of the Lord
0: came to Elijah the Tishbite, saying, Arise, go down to meet Ahab, king of Israel, which Uh is in Samaria. Behold, he is in the vineyard of Naboth, whither he has gone down to possess it. And thou shalt speak unto him, saying, Thus saith the Lord. Hast thou killed and also taken possession? And thou shalt speak unto him, saying, Thus saith the Lord, In the place where dogs lick the blood of
1: Naboth, shall dogs lick thy blood, even
0: thine. Wow. And
1: they have said to Elijah, Look at that. Hast thou found me, O mine enemy? And he answered, I have found thee, because thou hast sold thyself to work evil in the sight of the Lord. Wow. Behold, I will bring evil upon thee. And will take away thy posterity, and will cut off from Ahab, him that pisseth against the wall, and him that is shut up and left in Israel. Wow. And will make thine house like the house of Jeroboam, the son of Nabat, and like the house of Bashar, the son of Ahijah, for the provocation wherewith thou hast provoked me to anger, and made Israel to sin. Wow. And to Jezebel also spake the Lord, saying, The dogs shall eat Jezebel by the wall of Jezreel. Wow. In that dieth of Ahab in the city the dogs shall eat and him that dieth in the field shall the fowls of the air eat. But there was none like unto Ahab which did sell himself to work wickedness in the sight of the Lord whom Jezebel his wife stirred up.
0: Wow look at that And he did very abominably in
1: following idols according to all things as did the Amorites whom the Lord cast out before the children of Israel And it came to pass when Ahab heard those words that he rent his clothes and put sackcloth upon his flesh and fasted and lay in sackcloth and went softly and the word of the Lord came to Elijah the Tishbite saying seest thou how Ahab humbleth himself before me because he humbleth himself before me I will not bring the evil in his days but in his son's days will I bring the evil upon his house
0: wow who would have ever thought that God would have had mercy on him? After him doing evil above any in that house. The mercy of the Lord. Alright. And we have this battle going on between Ahab and Jezebel. Uh, with God. Ahab was so evil. Worse than all the other kings. And he had married a woman from another culture who brought in her gods and she's basically running the kingdom and killing off god's people and taking their inheritance and all this so god sent the prophet elijah to talk to ahab and tell him because you have done all this to my people i am going to cause all of you to die and put down this great judgment well ahab cried out to god he cried out and he uh, fasted and put sackcloth on which was their culture the way that they did repentance back then and uh, God actually had mercy on them it really shocked me uh, but God said let's review this because we're going to keep going today and finish off 1st Kings okay so it says and it came to pass when Ahab heard these words that he rent his clothes and put sackcloth upon his flesh And fasted, and lay in sackcloth, and went softly. And the word of the Lord came to Elijah the Tishbite, saying, Seest thou how Ahab humbled himself before me? Because he humbled himself before me, I will not bring the evil in his days. But in his son's days will I bring the evil upon his house. Okay, so now we're in chapter 22. Today will be very short. And they continued three years without war between Syria and Israel. And it came to pass in the third year that Jehoshaphat, the king of Judah, came down to the king of Israel. And the king of Israel said unto his servants, Know ye that Ramoth and Gilead is ours, and we be still, and take it not out of the hand of the king of Syria. And he said unto Jehoshaphat, Will thou go with me to battle to ramoth gilead and jehoshaphat said to the king of israel i am as thou art my people as thy people my horses as thy horses that sounds like ruth and naomi doesn't it and jehoshaphat said unto the king of israel inquire i pray thee at the word of the lord today then the king of israel gathered the prophets together about four hundred men And said unto them, Shall I go against Ramoth-Gilead to battle, or shall I forbear? And they said, Go up, for the Lord shall deliver it into the hand of the king. And Jehoshaphat said, Is there not here a prophet of the Lord besides that we may inquire of him? And, And the king of Israel said unto Jehoshaphat, There is yet one man, Micah, the son of Imlah, by whom we may inquire of the Lord. But I hate him, for he does not prophesy good concerning me, but evil. Oh, I see what's happening here. And Jehoshaphat said, let not the king say so. Okay, so basically he has these people preaching or prophesying these good prophecies. Everything's going to be great. Well, bribe, what do you know? Do we experience that today or what? These people that are involved in the ecumenical movement, they do that. They're all the ones. Everything's going to be great. Everybody's going to get blessed. Money is coming to you. uh, You know, it's all feel-good prophecies. Basically, that's what's happening here. Okay, then the king, we're in verse 9. Then the king of Israel called an officer and said, Hasten hither, Micah, the son of Imlah." And the king of Israel and Josaphat, the king of Judah, sat each on his throne. Now I just want to say here how wise of them to seek after more counsel, having put on their robes in a void place in the entrance of the gate of Samaria, and all the prophets prophesied before them. And Zedekiah, the son of Shaniah, made him horns of iron, and he said, Thus saith the Lord. With these shall thou push the Syrians until thou have consumed them. And all the prophets prophesied so, saying, Go up into Ramoth, Gilead, and prosper. For the Lord shall deliver it into the king's hand. Wow, look. Wow, wow, wow. The false prophets preaching prosperity. Kind of like what they're doing today, what they did in Jeremiah's day, what they did in Ezekiel's day. It is the same thing thing bride and the messenger that was gone to call micah spoke unto him saying behold now the words of the prophets declare good unto the king with one mouth let thy word i pray thee, be like the word of one of them and speak that which is good and micah said as the lord liveth what the lord saith unto me that will i speak bam in your face devil yes lord that is what we declare to speak amen So he came to the king, and the king said unto him, Micah, shall we go against Ramoth Gilead to battle, or shall we forbear? And he answered him, Go and prosper, for the Lord shall deliver it into the hand of the king. Wow, he did say it. And the king said unto him, How many times shall I adjure thee, that thou tell me nothing but that which is true in the name of the Lord? And he said, I saw all Israel scattered upon the hills as sheep. That had not a shepherd and the lord said these have no master let him return every man to his own house in peace that is weird isn't it bro why would he not tell him the truth from the beginning it makes no sense but well, maybe it'd explain it so let's see and the king of israel said unto jehoshaphat did I not tell thee that he would prophesy no good concerning me but evil? And he said, Hear thou therefore the word of the Lord. I saw the Lord sitting on his throne, and all the host of heaven standing by him on his right hand and on his left. And the Lord said, Who shall persuade Ahab that he may go up and fall at Ramoth Gilead? And one said on this manner, and another said on that manner. Oh, wow, so he's telling them what he heard them Uh, talking about in heaven about this battle. And it's totally different than what these uh, other prophets are saying, huh? And there came forth a spirit and stood before the Lord and said, I will persuade him. Wow. And the Lord said unto him, Wherewith? And he said, I will go forth and I will be a lying spirit in the mouth of all his prophets. What? And he said, Thou shalt persuade him, and prevail also. Go forth and do so. What? Now therefore, behold, the Lord has put a lying spirit in the mouth of all these prophets, and the Lord has spoken evil concerning thee. But Zedekiah the son of Shania went near and smote Micah on the cheek, and said, which way went the Spirit of the Lord from me to speak unto thee? And Micah said, Behold, thou shalt see in that day when thou shalt go into an inner chamber to hide thyself. And the king of Israel said, Take Micah and carry him back into Amon the governor of the city and to Joash the king's son and say, Thus saith the king, Put this fellow in prison. What? Get out of here. What the world? Am I reading this right? He's throwing this man in prison. What? And feed him with bread in affliction. And with water of affliction until I come in peace. And Micah said, if thou return it all in peace, the Lord has not spoken by me. And he said, hearken, O people, every one of you. So the king of Israel and Jehoshaphat, the king of Judah, went up to Ramoth-Gilead. Oh my goodness, they did it. And the king of Israel said unto Jehoshaphat, I will disguise myself and enter into the battle, but put thou on my robe. And the king of Israel disguised himself and went out into the battle. But the king of Syria commanded his thirty-two captains, 30 and 2 captains that had rule over his chariots, saying, Fight neither with small nor great, save only with the king of Israel. And it came to pass when the captains of the chariots saw Jehoshaphat, and they said, Surely it's the king of Israel. And they turned aside to fight against him, and Jehoshaphat cried out. And it came to pass when the captains of the chariots perceived that it was not the king of Israel, then they turned back from pursuing him. And a certain man drew a bow at a venture, and smote the king of Israel between the joints of the harness. Wherefore he said unto the driver of his chariot, Turn thy head, and carry me out of the hose, for I am wounded. And the battle increased that day, and the king was stayed up in his chariot against the Syrians, and died at Eden. And the blood ran out of the wound into the midst of the chariot, all... And there went a proclamation throughout the host about the going down of the sun, saying, Every man to his city, and every man to his own country. So the king died, and was brought to Samaria, and they buried the king in Samaria. And one washed the chariot in the pool of Samaria, and the dogs licked up his blood. Wow. And they washed his armor according unto the word of the Lord which he spoke. Now the rest of the acts of Ahab, and all that he did, and the ivory house which he made, and all the cities that he built are they not written in the book of the chronicles of the king of israel so ahab slept with his fathers and isaiah his son reigned in his stead and jehoshaphat the son of asa began to reign over judah in the fourth year of ahab king of israel jehoshaphat was thirty and five years old when he began to reign and he reigned 25 years in jerusalem And his mother's name was Azubah, the daughter of Shila. And he walked in all the ways of Asa his father. He turned not aside from it, doing that which was right in the eyes of the Lord. Nevertheless, the high places were not taken away. Oh, my goodness! For the people offered and burned incense yet in the high places. Oh, that's terrible. And Jehoshaphat made peace with the king of Israel. Now the rest of the acts of Jehoshaphat and his might that he showed and how he warred and they are they not written in the book of the chronicles of the kings of Judah and the remnant of the Sodomites which remained in the days of the father Asa he took out of the land. There was then no king in Edom a deputy was king Jehoshaphat made ships of Tarshish to go into Ophir for gold. But they went not, for the tar sh- for the ships were broken in Ezengeber. Then said Ahaziah, the son of Ahab, unto Jehoshaphat, Let my servants servants go with thy servants in the ships. But Jehoshaphat would not. And Jehoshaphat slept with his fathers, and was buried with his fathers in the city of David his father. And Jehoram his son reigned in his stead. Ahaziah, the son of Ahab, began to reign over Israel in Samaria, the seventeenth year of Jehoshaphat king of Judah, and reigned two years over Israel. Boy, it was short. And he did evil in the sight of the Lord, and walked in the way of his father, and in the way of his mother, and in the way of Jeroboam, the son of Nebad, who, was, who made Israel to sin. For he served Baal, and worshipped him, and provoked to anger the Lord God of Israel, according to all that his father had done. Oh, my goodness. So, he still did what his father was doing. My goodness. Okay, now, tomorrow, we will get started with the second book of Kings. Alright, Bride, I will see you then.